0: Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's have a devotion. No, you did not miss a devotion. uh, If you're looking for devotion 666, (laughs) we deliberately went from 665 to 667 so as to not cause confusion. So here is uh, Isaiah we're going to begin in chapter forty-two, verse eighteen. Our curriculum this week covers verses one through seventeen. Uh, let's see what, what this this should be session eight. That uh, yeah, this week should be session eight from Isaiah. If you're using the books, It's book two, uh, session eight from the Holy Dissident series. Listen, you deaf. Look, you blind, so that you may see. Says striking. Striking irony, listen, you deaf, look, you blind. Why? So that you may see. Who is blind but my servant, speaking of Israel, or deaf like my messenger I'm sending? Who is blind like my dedicated one, or blind like the servant of the Lord? Though seeing many things, you pay no attention. Though his ears are open, he does not listen. Because of his righteousness, the Lord was pleased to magnify his instruction and make it glorious. God would give this magnificent, glorious instruction through Isaiah, and then Jeremiah, and then Ezekiel, and it's glorious. We're beholding that. We're attesting to that today. It's indeed glorious. But doesn't this remind you of how this whole thing began? Do you remember at the beginning of our series, in Isaiah chapter 6, when Isaiah saw God, woe is me, I'm a man of unclean lips, I live among a people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the glory of the Lord. And then there's this beautiful symbolic atonement for his sin. Again, I believe that Isaiah's sins were atoned for in Jesus, but in this he's showing atonement for his sin right there at the point of his confession, his lips, and then the Lord asks whom shall I sin, who will go for me? And then Isaiah gives this epic historic response. Here I am, send me. And then everybody believed, right? Wrong. Instead, they had ears, but they couldn't hear. They had eyes, but they couldn't see. They had hard hearts. And it was the case for much of Isaiah's ministry, and it was also prophetic to the nature of the Pharisees. We see Jesus quote Isaiah about the Pharisees to the Pharisees, showing them that this text, they certainly had memorized, was actually about them. It was about their hard-heartedness. Do you see that parallel from all the way back in Isaiah 6? And think back to our our fulfillment series here uh, in, in Matthew, when Jesus would quote this text about the Pharisees. Look at this. Though seeing many things, you pay no attention. Though his ears are open, he does not listen. Right? Who is blind like the servant of the Lord, who is deaf like the very messenger who's being sent. Verse 20 is is convicting, man. Even even beyond the context of ancient Judah and the Pharisees, I mean, like I'm I find myself guilty of this at times. Seeing many things, you pay no attention you know like i'm i'm asking the lord to move and i'm asking the lord to work and i'm getting impatient and feeling discouraged and and then all the while there's been an email in my inbox the entire time the lord had already sent it all right like i'm i'm feeling downtrodden and downhearted and and or needing guidance and all the while there's been a letter in my mailbox from somebody like sandy nightingale the whole time exactly what the lord needed you know to give me he had already given me i'm just not paying attention are you paying attention to see what the, what the Lord is, is doing. You've seen many things. Okay, I mean, I spoke, I spoke today with a man whose whole world has recently been completely transformed by the gospel, and he basically has a new marriage. He is a new human being, unrecognizable to the people who have known him for his entire life. I'm seeing these things every day. I, will, I pray that I pay attention. Though his ears are open, he does not listen. So the Lord gives instruction. It is glorious. He speaks through Isaiah, but this is a people plundered and looted, all of them trapped in holes or imprisoned in dungeons. They have become plunder with no one to rescue and loot. They have become loot with no one saying, give it back. This is God's judgment on Israel for their hard heartedness, for their blindness, for their deafness, to the wisdom of God, right? God had sent Isaiah with the warning, by the way, you're not really going to be listened to. You're not really going to be heard. They're not really going to see. Otherwise, if they would hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, you know, then then I would save them. But you got to know, Isaiah, I'm sending you on a mission and you're not going to have a massive Instagram following of millions. Who among you will hear this? Let him listen and obey in the future. It's cool because Isaiah is speaking again on the Lord's behalf about having spoken already on the Lord's behalf, having been told upon his calling as described in Isaiah chapter six, that they're not going to see, they're not going to hear, they're going to have hard hearts. But... You and I, as the reader, then, are the future audience. He knew that his contemporaries wouldn't understand this, but he knew that this was the word of the Lord and that it would last forever, that it was prophetic, that his original audience was more than his contemporaries, more than the people who lived with him at that time. You and I were his audience. And in fact, I believe there are future generations of this audience. In that sense, you know, unless the events of Revelation start taking place a whole lot quicker, I can see some stuff coming about, maybe sort of, kind of, you know, but uh, it's it's likely that it's likely that there's still even future audiences to the book of Isaiah. And so here uh, in verse 23, who among you will hear this? Let him listen and obey in the future. Who gave Jacob to the robber and Israel to the plunderers? Was it not the Lord? Have we not sinned against him? They were not willing to walk in his ways, and they would not listen to his instruction. So he poured out his furious anger and the power of war on Jacob. It surrounded him with fire, but he did not know it. It burned him, but he did not take it to heart. Oh, Lord, let it not be said of us. Let it not be said of us. Would you take it to heart? Would you, even if if the original recipients of Isaiah, even if the, the original people of Judah didn't really believe it, would you believe it? and would you learn from the folly of Judah? Would the deafness of some of the original recipients cause you to hear? Would the blindness of some of the original recipients and thereafter the Pharisees cause you to see? Would you see it? Would you adhere to it? The Lord has spoken, and he's done everything that he said he would do. This is why Isaiah wrote. It burned him, but he didn't take it to heart. All right, look at this. He poured out his furious anger and the power of war on Jacob. It surrounded him with fire, but he did not know it. It burned him, but he didn't take it to heart. So Jacob is a man whose name was literally changed to Israel. This is something that leads to a lot of misinterpretation of the book of Romans in chapter 9. God has poured out his anger and the power of war on Israel, his chosen nation. It surrounded Israel with fire, but Israel didn't seem to realize it. Uh, they were burned, but they didn't take it to heart. Wow. Man, may the Lord's discipline on your life not be wasted. May it lead to fruit. Uh, May it lead to repentance. May it lead to transformation and, and meaningful change. And would you learn as well from God's discipline, even on ancient Judah, learn from God's discipline upon others when they're burned and they don't take it to heart. Would you at least take it to heart? Let some good come from this discipline that's been wasted on the ignorant, stubborn child, the child who is unwilling to see and unwilling to hear the truth. Let it be said of us that we have adhered to it as Isaiah hoped that people in the future, that's you and me, we would hear this, we would listen, and we would obey. Whatever kind of sin you got on your list, would you confess it? All right? Would you uh, Would you listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying to your heart? Would you obey God, whatever he's telling you to do? I think that's a fantastic way to apply this text, honoring God's prophetic ministry through Isaiah. Let us not be guilty of the same deaf and blind stubbornness.